Hello, Trap Bays. I'm your host, Gina, and welcome to the Trap Bay Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about branding. I have a really simple branding guide that you can download from the website, trapbaypodcast.com. It's completely free, and all you have to do is just enter your email address, and it's an instant download. So if you want to go ahead and just pause this podcast, go over there, download it. It downloads straight to your phone. It's a PDF, and we can go over it together. So that's at trapbaypodcast.com and click at the top where it says branding guide and it'll, it'll download for you right there. If you don't have the guide, we can still uh, keep going. I'm just going to kind of go over the topics that I mentioned in the guide and explain them more in depth with you because I just kind of want to give you as much information as possible, even though branding is such a vast topic, but you know, you got to start somewhere and I think this will kind of give you a more clearer direction on your brand's voice, what you want your brand to be. So let's get right into it. The first topic is naming your business. Naming a business can be really hard and challenging because you want to be unique. You want something easy to spell, easy to remember, but you want it to be different and something that will definitely stand out. A lot of people choose their own name as their business like Huda Beauty is named after the owner Huda. Then you have Kim Kardashian with KKW, Kylie with Kylie. A lot of people like to name their brands after themselves, which is really good because it will rank better with Google because the name is unique. I had a business idea of a shoe boutique, a shoe teak, and I wanted to name it Soulmate. And I wanted my tagline to be find your soulmate or find your perfect soulmate. And I noticed that Soulmate was already taken by a lot of different companies. But at the time, I really didn't care. I still wanted to go ahead and go forward with Soulmate. It was taken by an earphone company that made uh, headphones. It was also taken by like Dr. Scholl's, I think, or something similar. There was a shoe insert to keep your feet from hurting. And then there was also a um, another shoe teak that kind of went out of business called Soulmate, but I didn't care. I wanted to use it and the domain name wasn't available. So my domain was shopsoulmate.com and so was my Instagram handle. And I had that name for probably about a month and I wasn't coming up in Google search results and I knew exactly why because I was not standing out. So I ended up having to change the name about a month into my business and completely rebranding it and eventually my new name did rank. Um, Another example I have is my friend has a boutique called Bougie Curves and there are many businesses named Bougie and Bougie also has different spellings you know, some people use B-O-O-G-I-E. She uses B-O-U-G-I-H-I-E. But by her just simply adding the curves to it, it allowed her to kind of be at the top of the SEO. So she ranks really good with Google with the word bougie. So if you are going to use something that's uh, a name that's used a lot already, then you kind of need to spell it differently or add an attachment word to the end or to the front. If you're having a hard time trying to figure out a name, there are name generators. You can just simply Google a business name generator and they'll ask you what is your business about or what's your name and it'll kind of put the names together for you. I would also recommend 
using a thesaurus for maybe some of your favorite words and it'll kind of trigger a new word in your brain that you can use along with your current name or you know just completely just find a word that kind of fits you and spell it a little differently or add shop to it and kind of just go with that. I would ask your friends and family, see what they think, get input. Always ask someone younger than you and someone older than you because there's definitely generation gaps and people will have different opinions. So it's good to get all opinions and then you can go ahead and just decide on a name that you think is perfect for your business. The next topic in the branding guide is social media. And we did a whole podcast on social media and growing your social media uh, following and basically how to start with zero. If you haven't listened to that podcast already, please uh, go ahead and listen to that because it will help you, especially if you're starting, you know, from scratch. But kind of an overview of that podcast would be to start a f- to start your page prior to launching your business already have a little bit of a following ask your friends and family to follow your your new business page be sure to have some posts already there so that when you do get new followers they know what kind of content you're offering them also plan out your feed ahead of time so that it's like cohesive and it has the right aesthetics that you consider your brand's voice are you a funny Instagram page? Are you edgy? Are you professional? What is the voice of your brand? What do you want the people to feel when they're looking at your feed? Your social media feed is going to kind of integrate with your brand recognition and that's the next topic and that's going to be your brand colors, your logos, your graphics, the filters you use. When you're on Instagram and you're posting, are you going to put everything kind of washed out and have a washed out look or everything super colorful? Or are you going to post everything on a white background? You know, there's a lot of different things you can do with your feed depending on what you're selling and what your business is going to be. But you kind of want to have your brand consistent. You want to have, a, you know, a lot of brands right now are using pink. Millennial pink's big. All shades of pink are really big. Trap Babe Podcast uses uh, bubblegum pink and hot pink and baby pink. We use basically those three shades. Pink is always so fun and girly, so I I really love brands that have pink colors, but it is getting harder to stand out when you are a pink brand. There's also a lot of other colors. They say purple is a really good color to use because it symbolizes royalty and regalness. You can use yellow there's virtually millions of colors that you can use in shades you're going to want to get your hex color maybe work with your graphic artist and figure out exactly what shade you want because once you know your hex color which is a numerical value for that shade of color that you want you can use it in all your packaging and all your graphics and logo of course along with brand recognition you want to also have Nice packaging. Your packaging should represent your brand, should have the same colors, the same feel. If you're like super girly, maybe you could get pink poly bags to ship your items or pink tissue or add a bow. There's so many different things that you can do with packaging. You don't necessarily have to have custom packaging. It can be very simple with a handwritten note. Maybe you could get some custom stationery that's pretty affordable. If you have a handmade item, you can, you know, attach like a little 
leather sign that you can make on Etsy that says handmade and those are uh, pretty reasonable or maybe some twine cut out some craft paper with a stamp that says thank you you just want to really have packaging that reflects your brand and your colors and your logos it's kind of a whole aesthetic of your brand how do you want your customer to feel and what is your target market that leads into our target market segment who are you selling to you know what is the gender are you selling to women are you, what is their age how old are they where are they from are they from big cities little cities what do they like to do and also um, who do they shop with so if you are gonna sell if you want to open a clothing boutique you know clothes are so vast are you selling to younger girls um, you know neons really big right now with the younger girls so what is your age you kind of want in your brain when envisioning your brand say okay I'm selling to a LA girl who is 22 and likes to go out at night and go to the club and I sell nightclub dresses so that would be your ideal customer aka your target market when you have your ideal customer in mind that will help you when you are shopping for your inventory you know you don't want to use all your startup money only on inventory because you need other things like marketing and photography and other things so you want to kind of be more specific if you are going to open a boutique and you don't have a budget to carry pants shorts and all of that then just do dresses or if you're opening up a hair you want to sell hair extensions just do you know colored hair extensions or just try to find a smaller niche within your business that your target market is going to like the final topic on branding that i have in this guide would be your website you want your website to be fun engaging professional you want to think of it as your storefront you want to keep people on there as long as possible to browse all your different products so in hopes that they will go ahead and make a purchase you also want your website to have the same brand colors your logos there all your same brand aesthetics need to translate into your website you want to have clear products shots so really good photography you want to have really nice clear graphics you want to offer them something especially if you're just starting out you probably want to consider free shipping because you will get abandoned carts abandoned carts mean somebody add pro added products to the shopping cart but they didn't complete checkout because either it was too much or most likely because the shipping charge was too high and ship shipping in general is a big expense for businesses but if you want to kind of get your first customer base you might either have to give them a discount or offer free shipping if your products are really unique then you might not have to offer it you know you'll have you'll have your customers you know ready to buy you'll know right away depending on your abandoned carts if you should offer a discount or free shipping if you don't have any abandoned carts or people are checking out then you're good to go if you only have one product that you're launching with I would recommend a one-page landing website that has a click funnel a click funnel is basically a series of web pages that will highlight the features of the product and entice the buyer to buy the item we're going to do a whole series on click funnels uh, coming up but if you have a single product i would definitely recommend that 
So I would recommend writing down everything that we talked about today and kind of just combining all the ideas and making up your brand. You can also make a mood board or a collage. You can get on Canva and kind of do some designs and play with different colors so you can see what you want your brand to represent. Thank you for listening and don't forget to download your branding guide at trotbaypodcast.com and please subscribe and leave a review if you can, especially if you're listening to this on Apple. Thank you.